Audio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around. My name's Stephen Purden and let's welcome the squad. First, a man who this week was sent to test drive the buses. It's Auto Man himself, it's Grado. What was that about? Oh, um, I, I'm actually not even allowed to say, but basically I was learning how to... Uh, oh, is it, is it pure, show, pure, pure showbiz, man? Is to see rap, man? But basically I spent the day, yesterday, man, it was amazing. Because I've always wanted to be a bus driver. I know you've heard me say I've always wanted to be a pilot, I've always wanted to be a wrestler. But see, my first... Right, see, when I was young, mate, you have no idea, I was obsessed with buses, right? I played buses in my grand's bedroom till I was about fucking 14, 15 year old. <laughs> I loved it. And my, my uncle Jimmy, my uncle Jimmy stayed with my gran, right? And what I would right. do is I'd tell my gran I was away, can I like, right, I'm away in your bedroom, but I'd sneak into my uncle Jimmy's, put on his shirt and tie, right? Get my gran, mm-hmm. my granny's brown washing basket and sit and play buses and do like the full route. I would do a draw in Chapel Hill Mount and my head all the way up to Kilmarnock. Right, so up- basically you're just sitting in a basket, like, Right, so no, the basket was a steering wheel, mate. The basket was a steering wheel, and I used yeah. to like get my daddy to uh, check all the, the bus yards to try and get me a, a real steering wheel. But I never ever got one. Like I, I wanted to be a bus driver, right? So yesterday I went to one of the biggest bus stations that you ever seen in your life, right? And I walked in and I got the uniform and I sat at the cafeteria and I had a pie and sat with all these bus drivers, man, and I pure blended right in, man. Nobody batted an eyelid and I got a wee lesson and everything. I was driving a single-decker, mate. A single-decker. Mate, I can't make you pure, you know, like, don't take this the wrong way, right, but... You pure look like a bus driver. Mate, I know. You I, do. You look I'm like not taking driver. offense to that. No, I'm not taking like, offense. I came off set yesterday. I was filming. I came off set. And I just had like all these messages and all that about you bus driving and all that. And I'm like, what's going on? I mean, I genuinely thought the lockdown had got to you. <laughs> you just got, no, I thought you'd got a job as a bus driver. Well, I would do it. And Turning your back eye. on showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, man, because like all the, all, all the kind of, there was like the wee, the wee office woman, she was saying I was like built like a, a bus driver and all that. She says, yeah, had, yeah. She, she says I had the right figure for it, right? <laughs> but see how the guy that was, see the guy that was training me, obviously it was for like a filming thing, right? But I was Aye. telling him I was in there and he was taking, taking it serious, like, mate, if you want to apply, man. He was gone. <laughs> he was gone. He was gone. <laughs> Doing a hard sell. Hi, he's gone. The pie's no bad. He's like, he goes, and you've took flexible levels. He was gone. He was going, You've took it, neighbor. He goes, Some folk come in here and crumble, man. Like I was doing, oh, you know, because uh, you know, you, you drive it, uh, you drive out, and your shoulder uh, matches the curb, and that's when you start turning. You've got to remember that. Remember, see, your bus, your bus doesn't have an engine in the front like your car, so you've got Aye. loads of room at the front, man. It's just amazing Aye. learning. It all. It was such a buzz, and he was gone, mate. You can do uh, weekend work and all that, and I'm going, cool, <laughs> do man. Know, Ryan. Do you know what, Ryan, producer Ryan? See him, see when this guy saying this to him. I know what he'd have been like. Do you know what, mate? I, I might think about it, man. I, I, I could do it. I mean, see the way my, my, my work is, I could do things at the weekend. I could do it. You're digging a hole, man. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, hey, I bet you thought on an application form. I bet you. <laughs> uh, mate, I was pretty delighted. No, mate, that's good, man. I, that's good. And also, uh, I, I, got, I got to take the uniform here, man. I pure walked into my bud, man. I pure sexy bus driver. I was like, how you doing, man? <laughs> Is that such a thing? That, that's one on an action. What is it they say with the bus driver say? Is that one on an action? <laughs> this is something I have to do. <laughs> What's that bus driver hang right now? Driver, driver. Is it this one? No, it's an action. Aye, that's yeah, what they say. What other bus driver things do folks say? I don't know. My dad usually just walks into his, his work and just asks folk what team they support now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, aye, there was all that talk. There was all that talk. I, I get banter with him. I get, I get, get banter with aye. him. So I did, but anyway, that's my, my, my bus driving experience coming soon. To uh, yes, to a television screen or a radio show near you soon. We don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But on to other news. Where is Chris Toll? Where is well, he? I didn't know that he was. You didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point asking you. You didn't even check the group chat. You thought he was coming on today. I know. What's the deal? Was the fellow it was? Do you know? I I, think, I don't think he likes you anymore, Gary. Right, as boys, man. I. <sighs> I think the listeners will think that you and Toll don't like each other, man. It's been quite, it's been quite uh, kind of. I've enjoyed it, man. It's, it's been, been quite heated. Good. He's just copying us, but he. <laughs> no, you asked for a week half a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, aye, and aye. I had one. And um, like John's pure, don't know what John's up to these days. <laughs> John's, John's fucking what no open goal now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know where John, John's still busy doing the biggest project that's ever happened in Scottish radio or something now. Right, Scottish football this week. What's been happening? Scotland qualified for the Euros, and we, myself, Ryan, told John, sat up and get pissed and done a wee special podcast for Scotland Daft, but you are probably into your third door's kit. Are you kidding me on? You've done a Scotland Daft? <laughs> when? The night we qualified. At like quarter past 12 at night. You're joking, ditches. No, we did. We did. I don't mean, mind, but I didn't, I didn't know you've done that. I just don't ask me. We did. Fuck it, we did. You just didn't need to chat again. All right, okay. You were either watching The Sopranos or The Hearts documentary or just fucking like flicking through old videos of yourself on YouTube or something. Me, I like to be that, mate. See, anytime I get a drink in me, see, I'd say about about two hours into it, I'd be like that with a remote hovering YouTube like that. Just one, man. I'll just put on this one. I've not showed you this one yet. Anyway, Scotland qualified for the Euros. Mate, they qualified for the Euros. We had a baby. No, together. We were sitting in the house and we were in a group chat. Oh, but it was it was a good wee celebration, even if we are the biggest fucking hypocrites in the oh, land. And I had my hands up, man. Mate, mate, there's Ryan doing it for a He bought a fucking uh, a Scotland, Scotland tap 10 minutes before kick-off, you know what I mean? Aye, mate, I, I do that regularly. I get right on the bandwagon with something. Total bandwagon jumper. I'm fucking finished wearing them now until the summer. <laughs> 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 but it was good it was, don't get me wrong right it felt good and it was good jump. did you jump a bit? no well, did you jump a bit? no no. I did you jump a bit Ryan? I did I, I went, did for, I went mental I, I, I just went I was kind of I was literally on the edge of my seat see you'd have known all this mate if you'd done the Scotland Daft podcast mm. we'd done that I mean but I was mm. sitting on the edge of my seat Nick I was up and doing up and doing and then she come down and end up sitting watching the rest of it was and when Marshall saved that I did kind of, yes, but I didn't. Like, it wasn't like Big Goldson scoring the second goal at Park Kid. Yes, jumping about mental, you know what I mean? But it was, sorry, Ryan. I was shite, that was shite, that one. But it was like, it was a wee, it's probably the most, it's the most animated I've ever been watching a Scotland game, let's put it that way. Oh, no, certainly since I was a Wayne man, I mean, I'd jump about that, run about, but 
don't get. I mean, I'll admit I'm a hypocrite because I'm not, I, I don't really bother with international football, but that was we needed something like that. But because even just like the way the country's been in the last week, man, there's been a bit of a buzz. Everybody's together. You know, we're all kind of wanting to see Scotland do well. There's a song that I can boogie. There's just a pure has lifted the nation. That man so has. Aye. Then they get pumped aye, twice. Aye. 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 <laughs> Aye. The fucking cunter hang over the wall, head, man. It was that night the fuck telling you, man, they've been rough as fuck. But we're there and it should be a laugh. We're going to do to London to play England and all that. So it should be good. Should be good. But this weekend, right, troops. Do you know something? Right. It's been a, again, we're going to fucking lock down on Friday. It's no nice, right? Well, you're not future, isn't he? Oh, aye, aye. Ir- Irvin Mal is going to be the only shopping centre opened in the west of Scotland. Aye. Aye. I mean, it's for pound shops and all that, but I mean, aye, it's quite aye. it's quite interesting. Anyway, when you were go- when you go, sorry, I keep cutting you off, mate. Right, sorry, right, mate. Celtic away to Hibs, Rangers at home to Aberdeen. That is a fucking big weekend, isn't it? That yeah, is a big weekend. It's going to what be. What do you hard, think, Ryan? You confident? Uh, ask me five minutes into the game. <laughs> Saturday, I'll let you know. <laughs> What's happening with Christopher Ayer, Christopher Ayer and Elianusi? What's happening there? Because there was a bit of, don't know, in Norway winter, there was a bit of old COVID kicking about. Uh, right? was, they're available. They're available. They they had to get checked by the, the government because they were coming back early, but they've uh, allowed them to play the game. So that was a, a massive bonus for us because I could have been going with Shane Duffy again. I'm fucking gutted about that. I'm gutted about that. I'm gutted about that. I'll tell you what, Bob, this is going to... This is... There's just something about this season that obviously I'm enjoying because we're top of the league, but I, I'm fevered again for Sunday, man. Roll on the football. So man. Back. So I just man, can't so wait man. for it. And I think it's going to be tasty, man. And I think I think Celtic Celtic will get three points and Rangers will get three points. It'll be tough games for the two of them, but I think this is... I, I think it will be hard, but it will be hard. It'll be, I think Aberdeen game's going to be hard. It's going to be a tough one, so it is. Um, but bring it on. I'm, I'm mega looking forward to it. I think it's just one of the ones, it's like, I don't know, me and my mates were saying that, like, there's no, obviously, everything that's going on, there's no much to look forward to, the football, man, plus, like you say, grade over tap, it's like the old, it's like the old days, it's like you're going, like, Celica the Saturday, they're going to beat Habs, I think, and then it's on to us, it's that kind of, remember the old days with, like, O'Neill and McLeish and all that, it's mm. going back to that a wee bit, but... I, 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 it will not be easy for us, you know. So no, Aberdeen are looking well organised, man, they do look decent, and I, McCrory can't play, but can he? Nah, no, no, no. so I never realised you actually playing Aberdeen until the day, until I looked at the fixtures. For some reason, I thought it was like Hamilton. For some reason, even though it was just them, but I thought it was like another team. But when I seen it was Aberdeen, I thought, oh, right, that'll be a, a juicy game. Mm-hmm. It will be, it will be, and it's on the Terry, it's on the Terry, it's on the Sky. All right, right, Sunday twelve. Right, breaking news trips while we were just loading up the old Zoom chat it has been announced that Rangers players. Jordan Jones and George Edmondson have been given a seven-game ban for breaking coronavirus protocols. They deserve uh, everything that comes away, didn't they? I absolutely agree, mate. And I don't. I see. I've, there's a couple of troops in the group chat that are got that are giving it. Oh, how come they got this and other players got that? But uh, there's no defending it at the end of the day. Uh, there's no there, defending it. But why did Aberdeen players only get a three-game ban? Do you know what? Right. I know you're saying that, Bob, right? But I think at that time there was a sort of... There, there is a constant confusion with it, all right? There is. But I think at that time, was it no? Just when the boozers had started opening up and whatever. Maybe. I, 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 I personally think that Jones and Emerson doing that so far into this when I've seen everybody else get their, their wrist fucking Aye. tanned for it. No tanned, would you call it? Scalped, wrist mm-hmm. slapped, wrist slapped and all that. Right, slapped. what the fuck? Come on. 
They're, they've they've kissed. They, they, they deserve everything, man. And I think, like we've said, we spoke about it before. I think Jones is finished. Edmondson, Katic comes back for injury. You've got Barrigan there, you've got Goldson, you've got Haranda. Edmondson should be fucking doing everything they can to stay in Gerard's good boots because that's a, that's a department where we're overran by quality, to be fair. So he's lucky if he's got to get in the squad again, you know what I mean? I, I mean, as I say, I have no ne, ne sympathy towards him, but I mean, that, no. I, could, I, I do feel, I feel it more with Edmondson just because we know we've had a kind of, a, a taste of Jones's character and it, it's not, I, I feel bad. Aye. And Fuck them. They're going to have to live with that, man. It's, yeah. It must be a horrible, horrible feeling because we've all done, we've all made mistakes, but there you have it. But the Bet, Bet Fred Cup draw was made as well, and I think that's how producer John, we've not seen him since this draw has been made. And it's the old football daft derby. Rangers are away to Falkirk. Celtic getting the luck of the draw again at home to Ross County. You know I mean? Oh, we need to do, I can, we need to do something with old John, man. Aye. We need to say Aye. We, Aye. We, old we, John! <laughs> <laughs> old John! <laughs> like, he's a fucking uh, Uncle Nobby, man. Pure old John. We need to do something with old John. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man, old John. Get him on his fucking webcam, man. Bam him up, man. He's <laughs> fucking rocking and rolling all night, but the beer's not that fucking know, old John. <laughs> he's been loving it, hasn't he, man? He's, he's you know, got aye, like a wee aye. beer hanging on that, man. He's, I bet he's been loving life aye. the last week, man. Pure playing that yes or I can bring man. Just constantly his motor and not getting his wings to sing it and all that. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Come on. Yes, sir. <laughs> So, on the show today, we are joined by former Rangers, Wolves and Aberdeen player who is now reserve manager at Motherwell. It is Morris Ross. And the Football Daft open line is back. And once again, we are looking for your questions for our top team. That's me and Grado, by the way. And Alex from Trademate Sports gives us his latest tips for a bit of bookie bashing. And in this week's big question, we are asking for your craziest celebration stories. After seeing a guy on Twitter celebrate Scotland making the Euros by getting the scoreline tattooed on him. And we might even get him on for a chat as well. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call him now on 01698 767 172. Right, Football Daft fans, we need to remind you each and every week about G4 Claims because if you've been in a road traffic accident and it's not your fault, don't be going to your insurance company, don't be getting your premium sky high, why not use G4 Claims because they're going to make it a hell of a lot easier for you. They provide you with complete accident management support that you need, they're going to recover the cost for the at-fault party and while they're dealing with your motor, they're going to send you a vehicle that's very much like your own, so it's a vehicle replacement, a like-for-like vehicle replacement. They're going to organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and should your vehicle be in the right half, then they're going to recover the pre-accident value for your car. Then they'll write you a big fat check and best of it, it doesn't cost you a penny basically, they charge the insurance directly. They don't cold call you, they're not going to buy your data and once they've processed your claim, your insurance, that's not going to be touched. And the best thing is, Nicole and the team are there, they're not going to take your case off, they're not going to be taking your case on if they don't think that they can help. So if you've been in a road traffic accident or you know somebody that has, get on to G4 Claims on 01698. 767172 that's 01698 767172 their website's not at faultclaim.com or you can find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited because G4 Claims not at fault claims made easy
Right, welcome to the Football Daft Open Line, where anything goes. This is the part of the show where we give you the chance to ask our panel absolutely anything. You know, you can talk football if you wish, but we'll accept it and you can throw it as. You know, River City, Scott Squad, wrestling, food, flying, if you want. Um, let's meet the superstar panel. First up, Stephen Keevens. Mm-hmm. Nice to see and, you all, nice to see you all. And Graham Sutton, how you doing? Oh, terrible part, but how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you loved you loved it last week. Shit. Nah, I did like it last week, but it's, I've, I, I just, I've, yeah, Graham, 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 don't be offending him there this week, mate. Eh? Oh, aye, oh, okay. Yeah. What's he like, man? Fuck's sake. Don't. <laughs> right, on you go. Right, we'll get to our, our first caller then. So first up, we've got Kevin Devine, who's got a question for Grado. It's the chef. How are you doing? It's the chef. How are you doing, mate? You all right? I like yourself. I'm good, mate. I, I, do, like, I do like your sick name. That's that's an idea I always had. If I was going to change my wrestling name up, I would change it, change it to Champus Divine. <laughs> Champus Divine? I've always had that in the back. Aye. Because yeah. sometimes you need... Aye, anyway, there you go. See, that's me changing my name now, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what's your question? Right. Obviously, you're a new captain. Mm-hmm. So, if you had a private jet, my man... What would your destination be, and what five people would you take with you, and why? Oh, that's a good question. Right. Can't, it, can't it be any of the boys say the football daft. So, right, okay. So I take it as it like celebrities, and you let use deed folk, not that, aye? Yeah, but who you want to be, mate? Right, I would go to. I'd fly to. I'd fly to Vegas. But I don't know if you could get to Vegas in a private jet. I probably need to stop off somewhere, probably somewhere, somewhere uh, just before you hit America. Uh, what do you call that area? That kind of airspace you need to hit there because you need to refuel. So I'd fly to Vegas, and the five folk that I'd bring with me. Um, oh fucking these questions! Damn, that's enough of this before. Who would you want coming and coming down with me? You know this, Kieran? Who would I want? Dinner party, you know that. Right, okay. First one, without a doubt, I'd want to show off my flying skills to Alan McCoist. He would need to be there, man. He could be my first me, officer. I- that's what I was going. I was going with my first person, McCoist. First definitely. officer, Alan McCoist is definitely there. I've got to say, who else? Um, I'd need to take a wrestler with me, without a doubt. What wrestler would I take with me? I mean, my favourite wrestler of all time is The Rock, but he's been a wee bit a pain in the arse, you know, on Instagram and all that. He's too kind of, hi, welcome to the channel, you know, that kind of way. I don't, know, I don't think The Rock is as cool as, he, as what he was 20 years ago. Same with Undertaker as well. I would, I would maybe like to kind of chow his ear on a long haul flight, but he's sitting on TikTok now and on Instagram, so kind of, I've went off him a wee bit. Jumping about with fucking Yeezys on. Yeezys and all that, working out with his bird on Instagram when he should be sitting in there with some kind of seller with his like, bandana on and he's kind of, you know what I mean, he should be Undertaker. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, what? All right, I'll bring in. All right, you want me to take Taker's bird with me? Take his bird. Right. So, Super Ali, Taker's bird. Um, Larry David. Go ahead, go, I, I'd love. Although, with Larry David, Larry David is my hero, but I, I reckon he would, he would think I was a pain in the ass. I don't think he'd like, I don't think he have time for me. But I would, Mate, I it would be like that. the episode where Ricky Gervais meets him. Aye. He'd think you're like Ricky Gervais, man. He'd fucking try and. I don't think he'd like you. No, nah, I think he'd like me either, but I would I'd take him. So, I'd, so where we go? How many was it? Five folks. So we've got You've Super got Ali, Taker's Bird, Larry David. I take Jerry Pelini with me. <laughs> I need I need a good hour. I need a good hour. No, no. Hmm? Kevin said you're not allowed to take any football daft boys. Pelini's part of the football does he daft count, family. Man, he does. Does he count as football daft? No, nah, I'm kidding. On you can take. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Pelini. So how many have I got now? I've got one left. Oh, one left, two. What kind of things you need, man? For a long flight and a smash after a bit. Well, I can't drink because I'm flying. Even oh. though I've been autopilot, it's fucking easy. 
Because I couldn't ask the questions, but I decent. You want to come to me? I mean, can I've not been to Vegas, so. No, do you know what? Do you know what? Listen, ask, right? I think Ash is nice. Do you know who I take? It's my fifth, right? Listen, ask. I take old John, John the producer. Oh, John, that's his new name? <laughs> old John? I would take John Manny just because he would love. He would love. You're not allowed to take care of football daft boys, Kevin. Oh, what the f- man? Because he, I could just see John getting a <laughs> getting a couple of, get a couple of halves in him and like talking to the Undertaker and that. Larry, to- remember that episode, Larry? <laughs> Larry. Aye, aye. Never think about taking Curb to Glasgow. <laughs> aye, Taker, tell me about this match with with Kane. How was that for you? You know what I mean. <laughs> so there's my five. Producer John. Jerry Polini, Larry David, Super Alley, and Taker's Bird. We're at there. <laughs> We're going to Vegas. By the way, I will be back on Twitch soon. I had, a, had some issues with my broadband this week. So, I've, uh, I've, as I say, I've, and I've taken my green screen down and all that. So, uh, I'll be back on Twitch sometime soon. I can I freaking, I've not been on it for two weeks. I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen, man. I knew it. I knew I shouldn't have changed my Instagram logo. I knew I'd date for about three times, then I get pissed off with it and no date anymore. But I'll get back in the seat soon. Cheers, Cheers Kevin, Kevin yeah. mate. Thanks a lot, bud. See you, see you next week. Cheers. Caller number two then, Stephen McKay, piece of question about Scotland and something else. What's yeah. happening, my man? Ah, well, it's getting to work and that's about it. Probably I think you can only say what you're doing, or? Probably best I don't. Nah, I wouldn't. Because he's bevering. Oh. Steve, what's your, what's your question for the guys, mate? I've got 25 questions, so I'll start from pretty quick. Right. Uh, Stephen, you need yes. to give up one Riverside or Rangers. <clears throat> what did you give up? Oh, that's hard, mate. In fact, sorry, you need to give up Acton or Rangers, no, just Riverside. So that makes it easier, Ank. Because oh, <laughs> I know what he's going to say. Yeah. If he says Acton, he says he would give up Acton, but he said he will not give up Riverside, but because he'll be fit in case the directors are watching and all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. You can still watch your games on TV. You can't go to the games. Oh man, I, I would need to. I need to stick with acting. It's my job. It's my. It's my. It's my bread and butter. It's it's my Wayne's livelihood. It's my Wayne's. Ah, oh, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> oh no, right, aye, because I'll. Do you know what? I'm with the whole lockdown carry on. I'm getting used to no go to the games. I bought a big projector and all that. I watch the games in the house. I don't work weekends. So right there we go. There we go. I think you've just sacked for Rangers Daft then, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, mate, if I'm sacked, there's no Rangers Daft then if it's left to fucking Grado. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, what else to go? Aye, Grado, what's your favourite Shania Twain song? My favourite, well, my favourite Shania Twain song. Aye. Well, to be honest with you, I watched Shania Twain live in Las Vegas on Sky Arts. You can download that, and I wish it back. I'd say the best one because I think I fast forward, forwarded it to it is fucking man I feel like a woman that's a fucking screamer <laughs> man I feel I'm feeling kind of shy I know I'm gonna scream and shout fucking feeling kind of shy Pedro you just know man if your boss at the pavilion's here and you're singing that in panel next year I'm feeling kind of shy <laughs> Aye, so that's my favourite Shania song. We went to see her in Glasgow and we ended up on the, the kiss cam on the screen and then my missus sat down and left me snoring. 
Brilliant, man. Jealous. Any other questions, Stephen? Is that it? Not good questions, but I want to poise up into something. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, was it the show last week before the Scotland game? These are all it off. We're jumping the bandwagon. We're going. <laughs> I know it's coming. I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm really pissed off, guys. Right, I'm going to hold my hands up, Stephen. Right, see if I could go back in time and do that show again, I would still say the same thing. <laughs> because I, I can't. Because I'm not going to sit here and lie. I am a glory hunter. And I said it earlier on to the boys, I'm fucking finished with Scotland now until the summer. <laughs> <laughs> the last two games, mate, it's like, they had me up there, and then the two games, I'm like, what's the point? Aye. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I would uh, mate, I'm, I, I jumped in the bandwagon, I did. Aye. I'm a big piece of shit as well. It's the same with likes of the Buffs. I've not been at the Buffs in a good couple of years, right? And I know if they start winning games and, and they get to the, the Scottish Cup final and stuff like that, I'll be there. You know what I mean? I, I, I just I just get caught in, a, in amongst it last week. So, but I mean, I, I did look out. I mean, it was a boring game on Sunday. I caught the last ten minutes of the game last night because I was doing wrestling daft. But I well, it was a good experience last week. Well, obviously we support Scotland. It's just I can understand why folk will hate us for this. Are they? Aye, aye. Take, plus, take it to move on. Plus, we're Rangers fans. You know what I mean? The Scotland fans are never going to love us, are they? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But I can see Grado in London next year, man, with a fucking kilt on and the tart, the fucking Hey You Jimmy hat and bagpipes doing a Shania Twain song and the bagpipes, Laura. Ding, So, Stephen, I take it, do, well, before all we saw this happen, lockdown, like, you go to all the Scotland games, Laura? No, I just bought three strips after the qualified. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 hey, brilliant. Cheers, Stephen. No, no problem. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Stephen. Mate, thanks. That was brilliant, yeah. mate. Cheers, Cheers mate. Well, See thanks. you later, bud. And last up then, boys, we've got Callum. He's a Celtic fan, but this question is about food. There we go. Hi, good, mate. Good. All good. Uh, right, my question. You've got one day left in this lovely planet. You've got to have one set of meals left. Mm-hmm. Grado especially, you like your food. You've got your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. I'll even chuck in a wee pudding, right, just to be nice. What's your final meals? Right, okay, that's a good one, right. So, I've got to be honest with you. You see the now, my breakfast, what I'm going for, without a doubt, a double sausage and egg McMuffin with a hash brown. In fact, two hash browns, and it's my last one. Tomato sauce uh, and a latte and a drink of juice, then I go to the candy bar for a yum-yum. So that's my breakfast at the road, right? Am I getting my lunch? <laughs> oh, you're getting your lunch, mate. You're getting your lunch. lunch. No, for my lunch, I want to keep myself right for my dinner. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to spoil it. I want to be starving by the time my dinner comes at night so I can enjoy it. Well, because that's what I've noticed recently, right? Like, I need to learn to stop eating, kind of, right? Because it's such a good feeling, like, being hungry for something. Do you get what I mean by that? Let's see if you eat all day. And you, you, you get a, you get a just eat. It's fucking what's the point? Why to be fucking mega starving for it? But there is uh, just to go off on a wee tangent about here. There is a trick to it. What you should do is if you've got an empty belly, right? Before your main course, see half an hour before you have your big dinner. Eat a wee bit of bread or a wee bit of, a wee bit of cold meat, something to open up your belly. Because see if you've no eat all day, your belly fucking what's the opposite for swelling? Shrinks. Uh, shrinks. Your belly shrinks, right? So anyway. <laughs> for my lunch for my lunch I'm going to ask for and I'm only saying this now because I've got a wee notion for one now that's probably a wee bit of bread 
No, no, no. I'm putting it And this will surprise you, right? I would say for my own, I'd go for a big tatty. Right. For a big tatty. Because I'm not, I'm not going to fucking, um, who fuck's that from me? I'm not going to, um, I, I want to keep myself right, so I'd have a big tatty. I don't know if it would be with cheese or coleslaw, probably tuna mayonnaise because I've had cheese at my breakfast and I'm going to be having cheese definitely for my main course, my last main course. And for my main course, I reckon I'm going to have, uh, and I think, if I, can I, am I looking to go to more than one takeaway or what's some trying to think? This is your final meal, Craig, come on. Final meal, right. Whatever okay. you want, mate. Right. I would need to eat have a big plate, right? A big massive plate. And I'd have a medium rare fillet steak there. I'd have a poster chips, cheese and donut meat with garlic sauce. I'd have a side order of four cheese macaroni with parmesan on the top, probably chorizo for it. I need to get chorizo one more time. And a fish supper, right? No, a fish supper and a half pizza supper and a fritter roll with a tub of curry sauce and five pickles and a bottle of red cola. And then for my dessert, I would have... Um, a fucking heart attack <laughs> <laughs> I would say for my last one I've got to have I've got to have sticky toffee pudding with ice cream a bit of tablet on the side and I'd need to have a freezing cold gar- galaxy caramel there for me or not you're having all this in the one day you're already having one day dying tonight that's what I'm meant to do isn't it fucking hell man <laughs> I can't afford that mate. nothing to wash it down Aye, red cola. He's going red cola. Red cola, but I do like my cans of diet coke. I'd probably, I probably have a, I create a diet coke and all because I fucking nail through. He's watching the calories. Well, I don't like the taste. I don't, I don't like. I would need actually diet coke to wash down my red cola because red cola makes me dry. See, normal fatty juice. I can, I can't cleanse my first weight, so I would need the diet coke there as well. That's the kind of tactic there. So there you have it, Megan. What do you think? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were loving that there. You were right. Like you were looking down. <laughs> In the zone. Stephen, what you having? Bowl of porridge. Oh my god, man! Right. <laughs> right. Breakfast: two poached eggs and toast. Right. Definitely. Lunch. Like Grado saying, I like to be hungry at my dinner. Lunch time. I might just have like a fucking tub of super noodles or something. Like chicken or curry flavour, super noodles, but we can of orange San Pellegrino, Grado knows I love that. Oh, fuck. I love that, right? Then when it comes to dinner time, that's when I'm going to go to town. I'm going to get a mixed satty with curry sauce, no prawns, just chicken and beef, curry sauce, portion of salt and chilli chicken, chips, and a bottle of Moretti. Aye, I, I, I want, I want, I want, actually, I want a bottle of Blue Moon and I also want, um, what do you call it? I want uh, spare ribs as well. Oh, spare ribs. Barbe- barbecue spare ribs. Uh, do you know what, Greg? You know what, mate? I'll get, I'll get spare ribs, mate. You can have one of mine. Mate. Right, we'll tidy that's what we'll do. Right, we'll share that. Shearsies. Shearsies. I'll have a bit of your fish supper, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Right, cool. Mate, well to the question. <laughs> Cheers, mate. All the best, mate. Yes. Thanks a lot, bud. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers, Leo. Yeah, yeah, mate. Right, yeah, you go, boys. That's another football daft open line. It's good to get some variety this week, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Aye, man, it's nice. Aye, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. It was a wee bit. Of, I mean, it's no every day you have a phone in where you talk about tattoo. No, what was it? Shania Twain, mm-hmm. fish suppers, satties, fucking. To be fair, as and... on this show, isn't it? Aye, aye. a podcast. Aye, a football daft. Thanks again, everybody. And if you get your questions, fire them into old John or Ryan at the team. 
Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. At Football Daft, we want to help you out with this brand new way to beat the bookies. TradeMateSports.com. It's a new tool for sports traders that calculates the true odds of a sports event and signals when the bookies make mistakes so you can exploit them using value betting. In betting markets, there are a few market leaders that the rest of the market follows and TradeMate Sports have worked to identify these market leaders, which has enabled them to calculate the true odds in different sports markets. The true odds being the odds that most accurately reflects the actual probability of an outcome. Now, because bookmakers offer different odds on the same games, insufficiencies occur in sports betting markets. Their algorithm compares the true odds to the odds of more than 100 bookmakers to look for deviations, then signals these deviations in real time, enabling you to exploit them, which with its orbit. And here is Alex for TradeMate Sports to give you his tip for the weekend. G'day football daft listeners, thank bloody God the international break is over and we're back into some Premier League and Scottish Premier League, all these things are back. Uh, got some tips for you this week. We've got Newcastle versus Chelsea. In this one, we're going for over 2.75 goals at odds of 1.95 or better. That would be good. And then we've got Tottenham versus Man City. Big game in the EPL. Under three goals at 1.98. Try find prices of those or better. And that'll help you out with your long-term punting. And if you're looking to find lots of value bets hundreds every weekend make sure to head over to the TradeMate Sports website and start a free week trial see you guys next week so get involved with TradeMateSports.com right now and support Football Daft by checking out the link in the episode bio or heading to our social media Football Daft pod on Twitter or just plain old Football Daft on Facebook let's get bookie bashing trip. Football Daft's big question this week's big question comes from something we've seen on Twitter after Scotland qualified for the Euros. A lad called Joe Ross got the Scotland score tattooed on his thigh. The goal scorers, penalties, there are a lot. You can check it out on our Football Daft Twitter. And Joe actually joins us now. What's up? Yes, How's the tattoo, mate? All right? How's the tattoo? Aye, good, good. Sorry. Right. Well, watch yourself. <laughs> watch it, easy. My computer is not living, so I've had to get it off my phone, mate. Pure scatter for any day. Yeah, let's see how this deal with it with a tattoo. So did you get it? Is it your pal that done it? I don't know the full story. I've just seen pictures of it, man. It's brilliant. But what did you do? Did you just did you just book it in like that night? Or what, what, what was the deal? Oh, no, I mean, I don't know the day. No, so... The backstory is is where uh, the twenty twenty seventeen game the, at Hamden, uh, England, England Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were all going to that, and I had smiles, and my, me and my mate said to each other, right, we'll, "We'll get a tattoo of Scotland one. Just get, we'll just get something Scotland one." And then we went, so we went two one up against some Griffiths the second free kick, and Hamden went fucking nuts, man, going crazy. And uh, right, right, we're, go- we're going to get a tattoo, and then fucking Harry Kane, big slabbery mouth scored. Uh, <laughs> you fucking up the part, fucking shot. Yeah, I mean, I know, it's the last minute, typical, typical is, but innit? Last minute, aye, pure, aye. fucked it. And but so that game, there was there was no talk yet after that, but we always said, man, we'll get we'll get a tattoo or something. And we went to Belgium. We followed the fall Tartan Army, kind of try it everywhere I can. And we went to Belgium and that, and we we're talking about different tattoo ideas and that. Just after shit, we're mad at. <laughs> and then comes to obviously last Thursday 
no, even if I had a thought in my head, like maybe if we win, we'll get a tattoo. But I didn't know what I drink because last time I said I was going to get a tattoo, a drink stick, man. Aye, aye, aye. Like, aye. No, no drinks and no nothing like that on um, Thursday. There, it was just pure rap myself and Cotton Will. Don't talk to him about the game, just pure try to keep it quiet. So, game is done, man. We've we've won, all going nuts. And my pal's like, well, may as well get a tattoo then. But I was plastered, mate. I was up, I was in my bed for twelve o'clock, whitey everywhere. Uh, I took <laughs> too far on Thursday. <laughs> took, took, three, took Friday morning off work. Woke up, man, banging so heat in the morning. Now I, I was like, fuck it, I'm getting this tattoo, man. So I started, I started scribbling down ideas, and that sent it into my pals. I was like, yeah, boys, I'm going to go a tattoo, and like, no, you only fuck's sake. Get a grip of yourself, you're just hungover. I still try to bam it up. Phoned a couple of tattoo shops. Like, aye, it's looking to get a tattoo. Scotland won last night. Now we don't do football tattoos. Well, you hear that everywhere, didn't you? Uh, really? Aye, I've, 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 see, when I get my tattoos, those guys always moaning, I don't do football. I don't do football. Well, right, okay. Aye, but they're in there and they're just because they put time cans of monster and listen to Slipknot and that. <laughs> so what did you do? Did you just did you just get take a picture of it and then then fire up and internet Twitter? What was the deal? No, I will. So I, I I'm on the Tartan Army page on the on Facebook. And I, I just put it in a picture of it. Put up my story in that and, and, and Snapchat and that, and everybody was saying you're a you're a fan in that. Nothing I've not heard before, obviously. And I, I was like, I'll phone a super scoreboard and see I've got a tattoo in that and see what they say. And then I get, and then I phoned up and the guys like, oh, and I was like, Joe Philip Royston, I think he was the boy was like, oh, Christ, it's, just, it's him again. <laughs> so, but uh, I said, send us a photo, so I sent it to Clyde SSB, and the nice. boy phoned us right back and went, listen, mate, we've got this photo, you're going to you're gonna on the radio next. So I'm, okay. I'm actually walking around to the bags of shopping trying to talk to Hugh Keevans. <laughs> is there anything that said oh man get in there well done because I, I think that I stuff's know, quality most of it I mean, you, have you just seen all the slag inside well uh, you, you, usually when somebody puts some, something like that up folk will go I, oh daft you know that I go, I got, right, so it, obviously it says Euro 2021 right mm-hmm. and that's the way main one I got and everybody it was all slain but most people have been quite sound mate but the fact is that although we are it is Euro 2020 technically for a aye, year but it's like, going to be in 2021 really mate so but I'm not going to get 2020 tattooed on me when it's been a year but no, that's you can't go, go to the pub and have a pint of pound you can't even go up and sniff your granny you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what's the point in getting yeah, that tattooed, yeah. Listen, but see how even we anomalies or whatever you call it, right? That's, I, I was in Magaluf last year and I got my favourite Chinese and the Free Tunes tattooed on my back, May's Kitchen, and the phone number underneath it. <laughs> and uh, it got in the paper, right? We were sitting in Magaluf, right? Fucking forgot, just think nothing out of it, because well, we all had like, daft tattoos, Lido, and just pure stupid shit. And the next minute, my, my mate across the table went, That's on the fucking Sun website, they're getting abuse because the fucking the comma was in the wrong place or the apostrophe, whatever oh. it is. Because it's, oh, it's M E I S. And I, I don't know, they just said, Grado's tattoo gaff. I'm like, what the fuck? Is that oh no? I spelt the Chinese's number wrong, do you know what I mean? I'm going to be devastated about that, don't give a fuck. Hi, I want an advert, mate. Do what if you beat England? Are you going to go after you're not getting an arm, man? If you beat England? Mate, fuck it for the boys, eh? 
And before we get on to the listener stories, we actually have another special guest today. You've seen the hilarity over the week with players and fans singing along to Bakras. Yes, sir, I can boogie. We are joined by Maria herself from Baccarat. Hello. There we go. Hello. What a beautiful house you've got, first of all. But Maria, how are you? What a feeling it must be. What a week. You are the most talked about female in Scotland, Maria. How does it feel? I feel fantastic. (laughs) I feel very good. I was here just... I'm more or less sleeping in the home with this coronavirus that you cannot go nowhere. And you are like death, you know, like a mummy. And now, well, at once, you you know, it's non-stop. (laughs) 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 You're in demand. I'm awake. Uh, it's, it's amazing, Maria. But when when did you realise? Was it Thursday night or Friday morning? Did somebody get in contact with you? How did you realise that your song "Yes" after all the years has came yeah. back with a vengeance, and it's now Scotland's national anthem? And by the way, I heard you talking on the radio the other morning. It was it was interesting to hear you talk about Andy Considine. <laughs> you knew him, yes. didn't you? Yes, I mean this was. Uh, the fans and friends, what I have, they were starting to call me to tell, come on, you're... You know, I say, what? Well, <laughs> on the end, I, I was pounding out, going through internet in the computer and looking. And then I was getting in touch with uh, Andy Considine uh, to, <laughs> to tell him thank you. And I was also writing to the Scottish Federation thank you so much because I was nearly dying here and at once you was making me the most happy woman in the world oh, uh, oh that's amazing that's a it, brilliant story it's a beautiful yes. story it's everybody. unbelievable so but what... I'm, not, I'm not lying you know because with this yeah. I don't know how you are in the in the UK you know here you know you are like they tell me, you go out, no, thank you, thank you, no, I stay here, like in a box. You know, you yeah. Have, uh, yeah. yeah, well, and we are, we are in All these calls, and all the people calling me, and whew, mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> I, because, Maria, I'll tell you what, you're exactly right. With this coronavirus, everybody is, what we say in Scotland, doing in the dumps, but feeling a bit depressed. But I'm telling you, last week with Scotland um, qualifying in your song, it definitely has lifted everybody's spirits, hasn't it, Bob? It, it definitely has. It definitely because obviously we're we're kind of we've been put back into lockdown a little bit, so spirits are very low. But the thing that everybody in Scotland is talking about is just the song "Yes Sir I Can Boogie." So that is it's just lifted everybody's spirits, and it's all down to you, Maria. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> I am so happy. You know, now I am since seven o'clock in the morning already with my hair washed, the makeup, everything clean, my underwear clean, it's perfect. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's superb. Here, Maria, I believe you, you, you came to Glasgow in 1978. Is there any plans to come back to Scotland next year and party? Oh, yeah, we hope so. Aye. We hope so. Everybody's asking for us. You know, they must invite us, of course, and I hope so. I will take a flight just now. Yeah. <laughs> well, be you know, I hope next year. We cross our fingers. I go for Scotland. So yeah. they were asking me already in the Spanish press, you know, says, uh, for whom you are going? I say, I'm sorry. But next year, I am Spanish. They have already three cups. I go for Scotland. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Maria, this is brilliant. But one more. Uh, the morning, I, uh, I use a slow cooker quite a lot. And I'm making a Spanish chicken, right? Tell me if I've done this correctly, okay? Spanish oh, I... chicken. It's a recipe. Pule, chicken. 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 White wine, will that be good at five o'clock this evening? This you will do today? Yes, I put it in a slow cooker. I, I smell the aromas for doing my kitchen. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Be, be careful. You must make a diet. You don't need too much. Maria, it's far too late for that with Graham. He's already ate too much. It's too late. Uh, well, I've, I've got, uh, it's piled up. I've got tatties. I've got courgettes. I've got the full bifter, Maria. And I'm going to dedicate my, my, my meal tonight. I'm going to dedicate. I'm going to say grace to you, Maria, and Bakra. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Maria. See you in Scotland. Bye. Yes, bye, bye. Bye, bye, Maria. Thank you so much. Right, well, that was Maria. I used to go with BFS after this. I don't mind to talk to her twice this week, man. Ah, no, I can't. I don't think she remembered me for the first time either. I don't think she did, mate. I felt quite bad to you. That's a bit of a neck, man. Because you were pure lat looking. How you doing? You were pure lat, Maria. Good to see you again. How are you? Oh, mate. Mate, I loved the way you were pure lat. I mean, I've got the. The, 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 the Spanish chicken and I've got the, the, the onion I've got the chorizo I've got the red wine the full buffer <laughs> <laughs> well I thought, I thought I'd, I'd put a wee fucking exotic twang on it so she'd not be understand me aye well, we all thought that mate <laughs> get the fucking Spanish and, she, and then she started to go like that like, Spanish what you're like chicken chicken <laughs> gobble gobble <laughs> <laughs> no she was a good laugh, but Aye, she was a good, good laugh, man. right? Good player, man. Right. She might as well have margarita a margarita pratican, man. <laughs> she does a bit. Aye, she does. She does. Who we lost this year. Mate, right. Celebrations, man. Have you done any? You done any mental when Rangers have won her in? You done? You went I ran on the, one night. I ran on the park when we beat Auchinleck Talbot in the quarterfinals of the OVD Scottish Junior Cup in 1999 and I got on the STV News Um I ran Aye. on the park, pitch invaded me and about three other guys. It's quality. I mean, we get helped to get off the part after about two seconds, but it was a buzz. So, I mean, that's a kind of a stupid one for it was a win, but I kind of think anything else. Have you you done anything? Mate, I don't... I, no, I was... 
Yeah, I was too busy like, acting and doing plays and all that when I was younger and all that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Know. Everybody thinks you're a maddie, but you needed to have your head screwed on. This child exactly. It's mad for me. Go was going to Ibrox when we won the league at like, Helicopter Sunday, Rugby Park, Tannadice, getting to Ibrox with my pals. Just yeah, for a nice wee, for a nice wee clap of the, of the players going on the pitch and then up the road for a wee, a wee DVD. Get off your head. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get to the listeners. Paul Martin sent us a photo of his nephew who got a tattoo on each thigh. One, say, one side says, yes, sir, I can boogie Euro 2020. And the other says, David Marshall shag me. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, there's more than one photo. There's, there's plenty of photos that were getting tattoos now then, eh? Aye. Yeah. I, well, I got yeah. sales, man. It wasn't just Joe. Have we got Paul Martin on the line? No. Oh, we got Paul? <laughs> no. 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 Must be the only person we've not got on this week. <laughs> 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 Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. The process playoff is back with piesports.com. You know, with Scottish football fans eating over a million pies a year, we'd love to bring some of the, the, the real Scottish taste to your home. Uh, Scotch pies, steak and gravy, macaroni, the lot. Ordering is done on the website via the pie stall page or you can call the SOS hotline, which is Save Our Savories. That's 0141-739-9999. Delivery of the pies is currently free of charge to a bunch of postcodes. You'll find them on the website, piesports.com, and deliveries will made either the Friday or the Saturday of the weekend, so you'll have the pies ready for the game. So today, playing for the pies, it's Stephen Kelly. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm good, yourself? Not bad, mate, not bad. So who would you have a preference of playing? Uh, Toll. He's an annual leave, mate. He's an annual leave. <laughs> in fact, here, let me get a shake because I'm here, Stephen, that you've had, you're waiting on a PS5 or you're just getting one delivered. Troops, is this the reason why Toes go that's off? Is he waiting on a PS5? Oh, he also does. That's right. Hell, man, he's at it. So, big man, have you got yours yet? Is it delivered? I've got two of them delivered. Oh, yeah. wait, what, what's he selling the second one for? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're doing? No, the other one's for the wee man. Ah. Uh, yeah. No, mate, come on, folk listen to us a white here. What's that like? Because folk are white here, that one, If you If you uh, can't, I might get the batteries in that. What's the deal? Ah, for the wee blast of Spider Man. Is it good? Right. That's uh, decent so far. Good. What's different about it? Mere expenses. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, man. Right, so you've no got told to play. How are we going to do this? Are you flip my coin? I'll flip Close my it. coin. So, um, so the rules oh, are simple. I will, I'll read the description of the footballer from the 91-92 Pro Set card set that I've got here that John has sent me across very kindly. And all you need to do is buzz in um, with who you think it is. So, Stephen, have you got a buzzer in mind? you got something? Uh, I'll go for Jones after his seven-game ban today. So you'll be up against Stephen or Grado I'll flip a coin Hedge Stephen Tails Grado Flip a coin Tails It's Uh Grado Grado So you're up against Grado Grado what's your buzzer going to be? Big George (laughs) (laughs) Right so I'll start this in so this guy played for Rangers. So he made just two league appearances following his one point five million pound move from Dynamo Kiev last season. Which oh, prompted- oh, Jones. <laughs> yeah. But go for Mikhail Michenko. 
What's my name again? Fridge? No, big, fucking... Big George, Big, big George. George. Kisetsov, Kisetsov. Yep. I'll give you all Kisetsov. I do, thank fuck. <laughs> so, 1-0 to Grado. Next one then, this guy played for Hearts. So, he made his league debut for Cowden Beath in 1982. Hey, Jones! Ah, Jones! Yeah, Jones, right. Here's, here's oh, no, me, George Edmondson! Jones! I think I've got it. I'll, I'll go with Grado first, you, since you shouted yours. Right, I'll go for you first, and I'll, uh, right, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll be honest, right, and say if I was going to say that. You go first. Levine. Nah, that's not how I was going to say. Uh, right, okay, well, it's Craig Levine. It's one each. Daftie, man. One each, so, so here we Who go. Who were you going to say, Grado? I was going to say Davy Weir, but it's fucking... <laughs> I thought he played with Cowden Beef, but that would have been too early for Davy Weir, would it have? I don't know. Falkirk. Aye. Uh, it's Falkirk, man. Yeah, you're right. Right, okay. Sudden death then. So this guy played for Motherwell. Um... It says, he's one of the most exciting and dangerous forwards operating in Scottish football over the last decade. Oh, in 12 yeah. seasons at Ibrox, he won three league titles. George, 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 George. I did say it first. Oh. I swear to God, I did say it first. I've got, here, listen, I've got it down because I'm not thinking of a striker. Right, I've, I think, I think Grado, I think Grado, you did get in first, but on you go, I who do you think first. it is? No, nah, I'm not saying it because I'm too embarrassed now because I know he's not. Right, as Davy Cooper, mate. Oh, yeah, fucking answer. <laughs> I said winger. No, no, no. One of the most All right, oh well, fair dues. Right, exciting and dangerous forwards. So Grado takes it two one. I want that something. Cheers, Stephen. Big man, listen, enjoy your PS5, biggie, and I hope you make a bit of coin on eBay with your. <laughs> 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 nice cheers, one, cheers, Stephen. Cheers. Thanks a lot, mate. See you later. Yes, bye. Bye. And remember, get sorted out with your pies for the games this weekend with piesports.com. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notitfaultclaims.com. Now, please welcome to the show. He is the current Motherwell reserve manager, but he's played football all over the place. I must admit, this guy right here, I'm going to have a wee bit, right? But Morris Ross, uh, I don't know, I find it... It's weird, right? Because we've got Boris Ross in the show, right? And I remember I, I watched you play for Rangers. In fact, I actually um, saw you at the front door at Ibrooks when you were a player. You were in your tracksuit at 20 past two. And I shouted, Morris, you playing today? And you shouted, you shouted no, right? Um, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm actually, I'm so... No. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you were like a... You were like a boy. You were like a wee boy, right? Mm-hmm. And then fast forward all these years and I see you and you talk well, you talk with intelligence, you've got books in the back run right now as we see. And I, I just see somebody that looks as if they're going to be a very successful manager and it totally blows my mind because the the, the, the perception of how do you... As a, as a player and seeing you now. And I say, I'm quite intimidated. I think you're like... Remember we had... Who did we have on the show once? Big Rob Jones and he would go on about he would go on about how he was just dead serious about football and, and I see it with Morris and I love it and I love listening to him and uh, that's so we've got Morris Ross on the show <laughs> <laughs> that was some intro so I'm, I'm like get books in the background <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I mean but is, is there other folk that are kind of taking aback because like, you're totally switched on whether that's because you're, you're exposed quite a lot in the media and there's other folk like you but it is it's a surprise 
No, I, I think mm. that, I think that comes with maturity as well. I mean, I mean, when, when you're 20 year old, you know, and you're, and you're in the Rangers first team, you know, you carry the baby or the or the extracurricular stuff, if you want to put it that way. But um, I mean, I've always I've always loved football. I've always been into football. I've always been studious in my approach. But um, listen, I think if we if we look back on, I mean, if you look back when you were twenty, you'd have been you'd have behaved like a twenty-year-old. I mean, I'm coming up for four, and, and 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 I'm like as you touched on, I'm totally dedicated and immersed within football. Um, and I, I'm, I'm just in a good place. I'm, I'm coaching at a brilliant football club. Sorry, How guys, things at Motherwell, Morris? How's it going, mate? The club's in a good place, and I mean, you get good manager, good players, young players. How's it all looking now? Um, well, obviously, I mean, you know that we're, we're, we're fan owned. Um, mm-hmm. Selling players like David Turnbull and James Scott, you know, we're, we're debt free, um, which is which is quite something these days, considering we've only really got like four thousand fans. Um, yeah, it, 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 Motherwell is exactly what it says in the tin. It's a mm-hmm. homely, nice club that look after their own. And we seem to be able to reinvent the first team every year. We, we end up losing eight players. We bring in young boys, players from down south. You know, we, we're always, we always feel like we're, no disrespect to the players, but we, we're, we're signing the raggy dogs. You know, we, we're signing boys that, have maybe been injured or fell out of an academy that they've never really had a chance at first team football. And they come up here um, and they get coached within an inch of their life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when you see when we sign players for the first three months, they're, they're like punch drunk because of the, the level of detail we're going into on the training pitch. Um, but when they get through that kind of three, four month period, um, they, seem to, they seem to really blossom and do well. Because right. as you look at the team, like, I mean, Letting we had Keith Lasley on the show a few months ago and mm. talked about David Turnbull and stuff. And obviously, he was like your crown jewel to a lot of teams. And you look at him, and he's such a talented player. But a club like Motherwell, how hard is that losing a player like that? And then, but like, he, he, he moves, and then you've got other players coming in and stuff. How hard is it to replace him? We that's our business model, so we've always signed up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually delighted for the boy. Um, Aye. You know, what we do is we offer an environment which is no frills, but you come to work every day and you get coached and you get pushed and you get educated. Now, I'm not just talking about on the football side, but diet and, you know, like, like any football club, but we take pride in it because that is our, that is our base, that is our currency. We've got to do that because we can't go and spend money. So aye, we aye. take pride in the education side. So you, you bring boys in that are quick or they're strong or they're six foot two, and, you, and like Declan Galker. No, Declan Galker is, uh, is a great example that he was at Dundee, went to Livingston, fell out of favour at Livingston so much so that I tried to sign Declan Galker to, to, to come to the Fair Islands two, really? right. three years ago. So I was in aye. dialogue with, with Declan to take him there. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward two and a half, three years, and he's he's a, he's a standout for Scotland because he had raw attributes. We put him on the straight and narrow. We educated him you know, slightly, and he, he's he's now looking like he's, he's a first pick for Scotland. So again, <laughs> to go back to the losing David Turnbull, it's a celebration for us. Aye. Us selling David Turnbull keeps our doors open for two years. Aye, aye, totally. It's, 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 it's really small. So when we, we do that, you know, the chairman's happy, the, the, 
the manager's not happy per se, but we are confident enough that we can go and find another young lad. And by the way, we've got players in the building, Liam Polworth. Mm-hmm. Liam Polworth for the top clubs in England down the championship. Mate, he is, he is, he's technically so gifted, him, man. He's a good good player, Polworth, man. Every time I see him, he looks a right-handy player. He looks so and, good with him. He's young. I mean, he's, he's young. I mean, you look at him, mm-hmm. he must be 33. But he's, he's oh, I mean, but there's a boy that's was at Inverness, was always getting his 20 assists a season. Mm-hmm. The body language was poor, or the, 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 the running capacity wasn't at maximum. Come into us. Now, I've not seen we have this wonderful thing, but, but you come into us and, and the standards are set in stone straight away. You need to mm-hmm. play professional football, you need to run. You think about it, if a Premiership midfielder at Manchester United, he's on the ball for a minute, maximum. A minute. So we talk about all this technical training, touches and touches and touching. Football's about decision-making. It's about mm-hmm. running. It's about moving in sync with your teammates. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's not just about what's poor, because you'll always have talent. If you yeah. drop them in the middle of Antarctica, you'll still show his talent. I, want, I think you're mm-hmm. the perfect guy to ask your thoughts on social media with football players. What's your thoughts on it? I feel sorry for them, actually. Right. Um... I think if you can control it, if you've got someone that controls you or, or you're of that level headed that it's okay to put you doing the gym and doing positive things, but sometimes the players get battered and they, listen, these boys are 23 to 28 year old or whatever, full of testosterone, fit as anything, can fight for fun and they've got some wee guy that's goading them or maybe not even one guy, it could be a thousand people that goad them into Right. that reaction and that's where I feel it's a bit for me if it was me and nowadays I wouldn't be on it I would I would I would come off it um, because there's nothing really good comes from it I think if you do you're talking on the pitch you train well you play well you're mm-hmm. a good teammate you're a good person aye well I mean more, I mean I've, I've read interviews with yourself in the past where you spoke when you were at Rangers and sometimes the, the, the stick you got for Rangers fans yeah. have you can you pass that on to the young players like how you dealt with it and give them advice like would, 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 would that be something that you do um, it's, it's the thing when you play the Rangers or Celtic it's it's, it's it's strange because you're 21 playing in front of 53,000 you go to mm-hmm. a reserve game and there's 38,000 a reserve game if it's on Ibrox it's, it's that surreal for me telling David Devine an up and coming Motherwell player about handling crowd pressure it's, it's maybe not the same um, however, if you keep your nose clean, you train well, and and you're and you're 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 a good teammate, and you're a, you know you're 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 graceful when you when you're beating a team for nothing, and you're you're you know you're respectful, if, you know whatever. It's about teaching them basic day to day values. I think that's more helpful for these young lads with them saying, "How do you handle playing in fifty thousand? Because I couldn't handle playing in front of fifty thousand people. You maybe say that I did, but it's pressure, man. Oh. Now, no, just like that, that ball comes over you and, and it bobbles. Bobbles happen. You hear half of them, even a quarter of them, groan or mumble. You're full. Especially Ibrooks, man. Ibrooks, I mean, I've been going to Ibrooks for years. Grade was the same, man. It's no a... It can be a horrible atmosphere sometimes if the game's not going Rangers' way. And it's, I can imagine the pressure on some players. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the beauty of it, though. 
Yeah. That's the beauty of it. That that severe, intense pressure of I better be good today. So when you are Aye. good, it's like that raw emotion comes through you. And then mm. boom, you're twenty minutes after the game, that's gone, and you're now worried about the midweek game against Panathinaikos. So you're, you're, in, <laughs> Aye. Aye. you're in constant fight or flight mode. So yeah. Aye. It's not natural. Course, to be honest, it's what? not natural. What, how did you find it like when you came to Rangers obviously like, working under Alex McLeish and stuff what was it like initially when you came to Rangers like the dressing room you, was it quite daunting for you? Um, no really because uh, and I've touched on this many a time in an interview you're indoctrinated I was indoctrinated when I was about what, 13, 14 year old mm-hmm. so you, you're, you everything you're constantly mm-hmm. tested constantly and in the days it was a wee bit more how would I say it colourful the language the, co- the coaches would use and it was and I don't want to go too much in, but there was all that stuff about, you know, everybody doesn't, everybody's against you, you know, you, you've got everybody wants to play against this badge, it's a final every week for the opponent and all that stuff. So you're constantly getting brainwashed into this. And, and we things that, that the club did, you know, the, the, the club used to have uh, friendlies on the AstroTurf directly opposite Ibrox. <clears throat> you know, you've got, got 3,000 people that are up and down there an hour and a half right. for kickoff. Then you've got people in the club yep. deck. Then you've got people inside the so tough. So, you know, I mean, I'm 14 year old playing against, playing in front of maybe two, 3,000 people. So it's, these wee things are there to put you under pressure. And by the way, there's, there's 14, 15, 16 year olds that can't handle it. Oof, they're out of the door. The next part. It's, it's all character building, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And by the way, I don't think it was, they stumbled across it. I think that was by design. Just building your character. And by the way, they right. were brutal. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I believe this is where academies go wrong nowadays. Um, they, they try and make things so easy for every player. So, so simple and so laid out and so sterile. I think to become a Rangers player, you need to be the 1%. So don't pander mm-hmm. to the 99. Let's find the one. Let's, no, and I'm Aye. not. I'm talking for Rangers here, but I'm talking about any yeah. academy: Aberdeen, Hearts, Motherwell, Man United. Because mm. survival, football's no changed. Uh-huh. So I think you've got to put hurdles in front of people because the people that can get over these hurdles at 16, 17, 18, you better believe it. At 35, 40, 60, they'll be overcoming hurdles because that's the type of character there. Anybody that walks through the door at Murray Park is a talented footballer. But who's the one that's got that great determination? Who's the one that's going to do that extra? Who's the one that does 11 push-ups when he's total to 10? Who's the one that does nine when they're total to 10? You can smell them a mile. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where we need to right. hold up. We, we, we feel we have to pander to everyone. But the, the, the stats go against it. Focus on the one or two that are going to get there and try and break them for day one. And because if you do break them, there are no Rangers or Celtic players or Miami United players anyway. Mm-hmm. That's so true, man. That Maybe a bit so black true. and white, but <clears throat> it's it's how Aye. I see that there's failings in in in, 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 in academies uh, across the country. Did the dressing room bother with you, Morris, when you were a boy? Obviously, obviously, so you had you had uh, you had uh, McGregor and Brown and stuff like that. But was there any players that you can remember that went out their way and spotted something, and you went right? I'm gonna. Shield this boy, got to show him the rope, show him what the what the score is. Have you got any memories of players where you went, oh man, I thank him for that? Uh, Craig, Craig Moore was great. Neil McCann was great. Um, Barry, in his own way, was great. 
Barry was cool to be kind. Never let you let up. You know, mm-hmm. if you let up that 1%, bang. So inadvertently, Barry was helpful. But I think the, the guy that, that, that I looked up to was definitely Craig Moore. And Neil McCann was also, I remember Neil McCann in my debut. Um, he played on the right that night. I only played 15 minutes in my debut at Dens. Um, and he came short for me all the time. Because the pitch was mm-hmm. kind of wobbly and whatnot. He came short for me all the time. And, uh, and I said, Neil, thanks for that. Because every time I got it, I just popped it six, ten yards to, to Neil. So it went as if I kept the ball, do you know what I mean? So it wasn't like under pressure mm-hmm. to to make a dribble or, or make a, a difficult pass. Um, so I always remember that for Neil. I thought, that's that's good emotional intelligence for Neil. Tell me about an old firm, right? Your first, can you remember your first old firm? I do, actually. It was Celtic Park. Right. And... Oof. And what's come on? You're gone. You're gone into Parkhead sixty thousand. Obviously, you know about it. You've been, you've been uh, smart and up to it. But what's what's the difference like for that game? You're sitting in the dressing room. How how does that feel? How does that feel for you? It doesn't feel good. It's terrifying. Um, Do you feel sick? Sick, nervous, excited. I mean, it's. I mean, you you think about it, Grado. I mean. We're, we're getting up at 7 o'clock for a half 12 kickoff. We're eating pre-match meal at 8 o'clock. You know, try eating past 8 o'clock in the morning. I don't mind a chicken curry for the night before. Oh, I've done macaroni. I've done macaroni <laughs> that time. <laughs> but, no, it's, it's terrifying. I mean, uh, I, that first game, um, I was up against Bobby Petter. Obviously, there's Larson's and all these boys, Petrov and Neil Lennon and whatnot. So, that, I mean, Celtic were a phenomenal side as well. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Aye. So, for me, being up against Bobby Pett, I just, what I said was I can't get involved in anything other than Bobby Pett. My whole job was Bobby Pett. So, it was just like, there was a, just like a, a laser on Bobby Pett. Um, and lucky enough, I get Sky Sports Man in a match and BBC Man in a match. I remember that. And I've, I don't think I've played well since. <laughs> 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 But I, I just remember, I mean, I played at Celtic Park a couple of times and I think it was the following time I played at Celtic Park. I think the next time I played was the Scottish Cup final and we beat them 3-2, but oh, it was a time at Celtic Park where it was a half past 12 kickoff, and just before we went out, the manager, was Alan McQueen, would just call out the numbers. Um, and obviously I'm, I'm starting and I've just, he just went, Amoruso, five, Moore, six, Ross, seven. I'm like, who's seven? Who's seven? I'm like, oh my God, that's Larson. Oh. And I just stayed away. I just, because I remember I had two yogurts and two bananas for my breakfast because I couldn't eat pasta, right? Mm-hmm. And I just felt the water coming down. You know when the water comes down, it's the back of your jaw there? Aye. And I went in, sick as a dog, came back out and I'm, and I'm leaning against the, the, it was the old Celtic tunnel and I'm leaning against the, the wall there and, and my mum's got the game taped and the, 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 the reporter guy says, oh, and there's young Ross looking so calm. I'm calm, but no, it, it's, it's a whirlwind emotion. It's, it's, it's a crazy, like I say, it's no natural. It's no natural to try and perform in front of 60,000 people. But no, no, it's no. Aye. Yeah, I remember the Scottish Cup final, man. You're actually, you're, you're on the 40, my brother, man. Just the Scottish Cup final or was it the CIS Cup? <laughs> 
No, mate, this is a Scottish Cup final, the 3-2 game, man. After Barry scored the free kick, you're in the background running there to congratulate him. I remember right. that day well, man. Hey, Boris, <laughs> Boris, how, 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 does it, how does it feel um, being hung up on Chelsea Bowl for other cities? What is that? That isn't natural. <laughs> <laughs> That's not natural. How do you feel about that? Privilege. <laughs> you don't seem to be a guy that watches much River City I don't think do you no I don't think he is mate I actually don't watch much TV I no that wouldn't surprise me man that doesn't surprise me tell him what do you do? what do you like today I don't see he's a fisher I can see you being a bit of a chef I can see you walking about your kitchen with a wee glass of, a Malbec or something like that is that your kind of is that what well, you like today that, that, I, do, I do love that I, I, I like um I love watching documentaries. Mate, I'm the oh, I'm your guy. I'm man. your guy. I'm your documentary guy. You watching I'm the undoing in the now? Oh mate, that's what I'm saying. Mate, what did I say to you last night? The voice note, the undoing. That is true, that's true, that's true. Mate, the un- I watched episode four last night and I text I sent Grado a voice note and said that's what me and my wife are sitting watching. It is really f- it's good Terry, man. That is good the, Terry. The problem with the undoing is I've watched it kind of through goggle box. I've been watching folk on the telly watch what, it, so it's kind of what spoiled. Doing, it for what are you doing that for? Because I, I love goggle box. I love goggle box. That's just, that's that's just, that's just, that's just, no, that's pure well, what's, what's your favourite documentary? I think of late it would need to be the, the Michael Jordan. Uh, oh, mate, that's this. I don't think I've seen a better documentary than that. I don't. No, honestly, so I have. The Jinx, the Jinx blows that out of the water. The What's Jinx. That? The Jinx, Robert Dust, the, the, he's, a, he's, a, he's a multi-millionaire in Manhattan, right? And he says, basically, he has all the money in the world, but it never brings him happiness, right? It's so when HBO, what happens is he killed all these folk, right? Years ago, they got away with it. So HBO did an interview with him. And what he does, he ends up grassing himself in early six episodes. And it's tremendous. Wow. You need to watch, you'd love it. You'd love it. That does sound good. The, the, that you've not good. seen the Jinx? Have you not seen the Jinx? No, I've not seen it, mate, no. That sounds pretty cool. By the way, have you watched The, the Iceman, Richard Kukinski? Ah, uh, I mean, I've seen that. I've seen I've that. Not. That is good, that. I you have. We don't huh? spoke about that. What was that one? No. I don't. Just when you're talking about in, in New York and, and people killing each other. No, I mean murder. Murder documentaries are my go-to. I love, I love murder documentaries. But that's what I can. So you like watching documentaries, Morris? Tell us, how did the move to Norway come about? Honestly, I went. I went to Millwall. I went down down south. Went to Millwall for for a year, um, and Jackie McNamara was just coming back for his cruise shoot, so I was there to kind of be the, be the right back when he was injured. When he then came back, there was no enough. Uh, money on the budget for, for three right backs to be there so I then mm-hmm. went to Millwall got injured just didn't take to the place at all um, and mate once I, when I got back fit my agent says you fancy doing something abroad and I went yep let's go straight away mm-hmm. and that was it went straight to Norway played at a, a good club beating Stavanger finished third played in Europe great experience I think Charlie Miller did it Robbie Winters did it brilliant experience did you bump into Charlie Miller when you were in Norway, no? When Charlie was there before I got there. So when I was going, Charlie was just finishing up, but Robbie was still there. But obviously the way Norway set out, it was five hours on a, on a um, by bus or by car and only like 25 minutes on, on a flight. So I only really seen him when we played them. Aye. A brilliant, brilliant experience and any young player that's got a chance to go abroad, they should go and take it. Definitely. Is, is that where you could, is that where you become, I'm just trying to remember, did you become a manager when you were in Norway? Yeah, uh, I managed for four years in Norway. 
Do you think if you still played here, that would have still been the case? That would have been the way your path went? Or do you think yeah, it's worked out for you being in Norway? Like, do you know what I mean? I think if I'd stayed in Scotland, I would have probably coached at the club I was at, my last club. You, you see that route into football all the time. I'd have been, say, I'd have been started taking sessions with the youth team and then I'd have followed that kind of route, I think. Um, but the, the good thing about being doing it on your own is you, you make your own mistakes being a manager. So you're kind of in charge of your own destiny, so to speak. So what I, what I did was I made a, a plan for myself. So I had four years in Norway. So year one, um, I said, right, I'm going to go and play four two three one, And then mm-hmm. once I understood the, the, the kind of intricacies of that, I then moved the following year, I said, I'm going to go four three three. 3 And luckily enough, we got double promotion and, and uh, back-to-back. Um, and then I moved on to, to what's deemed a, kind of a more successful club in, the, in, in that league. Finished third, played 3-4-3, 3-5-2, 3 on the one year. And then when I went to the Faroe Islands, I said, right, the, the, the formation that I want to really now focus on because I felt like I had a good handle on 4-3-3 and 4-2-3-1 three, was 3-5-2. Three, and yeah, so I've, I've, I've went away. I've, I've kind of been in boot camp, so to speak, because nobody cares about me. Because when I came back, I, I won the league in Norway twice and won the cup in the Faroe Islands, people like that, so... Yeah. Aye, aye. Aye. what I've done is I've, I've gained a kind of database of knowledge of all these different formations that when I went from that interview at Motherwell it was, it was a 45 minute chat with, with the manager and Keith Lazar etc and then a 45 minute training session so mm-hmm. that that six seven years allowed me to go in at that kind of that, that, that invitation to Motherwell and, and, and nail the interview so that is how I got in the door because you don't get in the, you know, Stevie Robinson's not going to, he doesn't suffer fools gladly. So if you're not up to it, you know, I'm, I wouldn't have got the job. So I was really grateful for the, to get into Motherwell and yeah, the rest history, so to speak. Do you know what? I, I, I wouldn't be unfair and go like that. What do you want to do with your manager career? Because I know you're still at Motherwell, but when I sit and I listen and, and talk to you, I think, man, this guy's got to be a mega manager. Just know it. You've got to be a mega manager. And I can't be the only one that's saying this, putting your ears up. But maybe I'm all right. One day you'll go, ah, you know, it's Grado that told me I was going to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Getting fat by daft, man. And he says, man, I'll manage in the Premier League. But surely there's somebody else in your lug going like that, man. You've got it. You're strict. You're a bit intimidating. You, you like documentaries. You cook. You've got all the gifts of the gab. You've got it. You've got all the tools in the locker. Uh, the fact that I've, I've, I've done it, um, even at a smaller level it's still the same situations you're putting yourself in just with different it's still the same skill set right now I thought I was a good manager on the, on the five six years that I'd done that um, but now coming into professional like level with Stephen Robinson Keith Lazzi uh, and Motherwell it's it's more than just managing players it's managing up right. it's managing expectation it's managing fans it's managing groundsman it's managing every single thing and if I bec- I, I think football chooses you Gradle I really do I think you don't choose it it chooses you so if I am performing at a level that someone sees me and deems me a right option in time by the way I'm, I'm saying in time because I've got a, I would say a, a, a duty to perform for Motherwell um, and the manager and if the right time comes when I'm 44, 45, whatever, and there's time, something opens up, then then great. And if not, then, you know, I'm, I feel my abilities, my natural abilities on the grass and, and 
educating people. And I can I, I see you in the dugout, man. You're going to be a you're going to be a manager very soon, I think, man. Definitely. And are we allowed to are we allowed to talk on the carry on with a couple of weeks on in BBC where you were on and you were getting your opinions and then it ended up becoming a bit of um, articles and papers and being brought up at press conferences. Are we allowed to talk about that? Um, <laughs> the lawyer would say no. You're getting bored because I think, man, you're only speaking the truth. I think you would be honest. It doesn't matter what team. I think you're just a brutally honest guy. Obviously, you've been maybe been told that um, it, it is, it is one of my position traits. to comment, but I think it's it is one of my traits that I, I do like to. I can sleep at night saying that I've given an honest appraisal on something. Whatever that subject may be, I'm going to be honest on it. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I always feel like don't don't ask somebody's um, opinion if you don't want their opinion. Mm-hmm. But too often in life, I think people don't want your opinion. They want your opinion to be the same as their opinion. Mm-hmm. Aye, they, whatever your opinion is going to be, they've all a lot of people vote. They've already got a headline made. It's the world we live in now. Whatever you talk about, if me, me and Gade were talking about it a while ago, you speak to like the newspapers, whatever we do it with, I date with my job, we do it with his, you date with yours. They've already got a headline made. Do you know what I mean? No matter what you say. And they just take out of that what they want to take out of it. And I think along with like, social media and everything, the modern day world is full of that now. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, so it's, it's up to me to be, to, to yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm 39. I'm still learning what's right and what's wrong. Um, Aye. Right. Listen, I'm I'm not by far the, the finished article. So, like I said, if, if everything's I'm I'm talking to players every day about learning, and I'm still learning. So it's um it's a journey I'm on, and, and I'm and I'm just loving being you know back in Scotland on shows like this, being able to you're giving me a, a platform to 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 show how I think and and what I feel. So it's yeah, I'm just grateful to be back and talk for football again. What do, what do you think of the obviously being an ex Ranger, Morris? What do you think of the current? The current state of Rangers at the moment, what are you thinking? Um, I think it's as good as it's been since Walter Smith. Aye. 100%. Aye. I see, Definitely. I see, uh, do, you know, do you know when you know it's good at either one of the clubs, and I'm talking, and, and, and I'm putting this out here, whether Rangers or Celtic, there's, there's, there's no noise coming at Ibrox. Aye. There's no noise. Aye. It's just, turn up, win, got the road. Turn up, win, the road. No noise, no speculation. It's business. Aye. That's what it seems like this year. Mm-hmm. It certainly does. It, it does. It does. I don't know how you feel with it as fans. I'm sure you, you feel mm. the same. There's a, no, a I feel, kind of no, either feeling. 100%, man. And it is, that's what it we're is talking the best. I don't feel like this, as, as Rangers fans, I don't think it's been as this. Like, um, Since 2011. And, it, and it's, the, the, the drama, there's no, there's no drama. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Aye, definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? It, totally it still gives me the fear, but I mean, it is every week, man. I'm just, I'm so. Well, that's the beauty of it, though, isn't it? Aye, yes. it, is, it is, definitely. I was so, saying to Gredo earlier before you came on, it's like McLeish back in the McLeish days and O'Neill days where it's ding dong battle. Celtic are playing this weekend and the Saturday, you're keeping an eye on that. Then so, you're playing Aberdeen the Sunday. About earlier, when I said about you've, you've got that 20 minute period after a game where you're, you're elated that you've won. And then you go, mm-hmm. we've got Kelly during the week. Oof, exactly. So you, it's short lived, it's, it's constant. That, that's what I always think about. See, when I see, that's what I get, uh, kind of freaks me out a bit when I watch Rangers, right? Because the, the, the momentum scares me a wee bit. Do you know that way? Where I'm like, we're 
momentum's good, but then I'm like, will they be up for it on Wednesday night? Will this be the same? Do you know what I mean? Is something going to happen? That aye, must be hard aye. for a football. Is it hard for a football player? Is it no? Because you want to win, but it's 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 every couple of days you need to be boom. This is a cup final this season. Do you know what I mean? It's mentally draining, and that that's why you need a, a big squad because no, some players are not capable of playing three games a week for a season. Aye. That's what I think. If you look at the subs two, three, and four. They're good options all the time. I mean, we, we, we played Celtic a few weeks ago. I mean, their subs were in Cham, Edward, and I can't remember the other one. And you're like, unbelievable subs. And so when you're seeing Rangers, the subs are now Morelos sometimes. The four. Ah, exactly. It's, it's proper, proper options. You know, you can rest Kentland bit and play Davis. You know, it's, it's fantastic. So it's, uh, listen, it's going, to be, it's going to go right to the wire. I really think it'll go right to the wire. Right, it I definitely, definitely is exciting. It makes it, it spices it right up. But Mo, it's been good talking to you, right? Before we get to the quiz, I want to ask you, right? So your playing career, right? Ten years down the line, right, when you're a manager and somebody asks you, what was your proudest moment in your playing career? What was the best? I remember your proudest moment, the best day in football. <laughs> exactly. Best day in football. Proudest day. You know what I mean? I'm no being, I'm really, really no being a sycophant here, right? I'm not. But just playing for Rangers, period. Aye. That was it. Aye, aye. No winning cup finals, of course they're special, but just being there for eight years and being part of something that was special. For me, I never thought I'd play for Rangers. I tried, I hoped, and I did everything I could, but I never thought I would. And then to then be part of it for eight years... Mate, that's, a, that's a great answer. That's, that's, a, that's a great, great answer, answer, man, when you think of it. That's yeah, a great answer. It's a genuine answer. It's not something I'm, I'm not Aye. trying to pander to people or anything. Uh-huh. Really, no, totally, man. Totally, I get that. I mean, obviously, Rangers are a massive club and, and you were part of a very successful Rangers time, man. So, Aye. And there's no many, I'm thinking the amount of players that come through and that's, you know, there'll be players that that's their sole goal in life. I want to play for this team. But no, not even that because, you know, you've brought up a Dundee United supporter, but it's that kind of... It's like me, it's like, why do you know what I mean? Being in a programme and going with loads of, like say, for example, Bob, you go on The Sopranos, right? That, <laughs> that, although that you've spent all the years in New City, right? Just you saying you've been in The Sopranos, it's kind of like that, isn't it? Mate, 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 if I get on The Sopranos, you'll never see me again. <laughs> I fucking, I'm off. I'm but off, mate. mate. <laughs> coming, that's what I'm saying. You are like ah, between, you're like a cross between Joe Pesci and we Jimmy Cranky. So you'd be you'd be perfect <laughs> in the fucking Pico to Sopranos. I can see it. Richie and Priel. Oh, there we go. There we go, man. I'll, I'll take that. All oh, right. We'll end on that note, right? Boris, <laughs> uh, every every week on football daft. We put our guest football knowledge to the test with our 90 second quiz. You up for it? Aye, aye. Right, we've got John Sutton and Chick Young are joint top with 15. Mark Wilson and Keith Lasley are tucked in behind with 14. While the good doctor Kenny Joker and Kevin Harper are just behind in third place with 13. Other selected scores include Jonathan Watson on nine, Ross McCrory on six, Mixu Park Lining on three. And we've got the Falkirk manager and Andy Little, well, Falkirk manager David McCracken and Andy Little at the bottom of the league with one point. I'm terrible. You beat Keith Lasley, didn't you? I'll not beat Lasley. Lasley's, <laughs> Lasley's got unbelievable knowledge on. He's good, man. <laughs> he was good, he was. 
He was. But it's 90 seconds, Morris, and you need to give an answer. You can't pass. Okay. All right, mate. <laughs> right. right, Ryan, you got 90 seconds on the clock? Yep, whenever you're ready. Right, you ready, Morris? Yep. Right, here we go, mate. Which league do Bristol Rovers compete in? League two. In which year did you sign for Beijing? 2010. Who is currently top of the goals and assists table for the Scottish Premiership? Tavernier. How many Scottish Cups have Hearts won? Six or eight? Six. How many different clubs has Morris Ross played for? Fourteen. Which club did Alex McLeish manage next after Rangers? Birmingham. Who is the current captain of St Mirren? Again. How many points does Scotland have in the current Nations League group? Ten. What nationality is the new Rangers signing Bongani Zungu? Nigerian. Who played in goals for Rangers in that 2005 Scottish Cup final you scored in? League Cup final you scored in? <laughs> Vatarus. <laughs> From which club did Rangers sign that Genovo? Dundee. Who is the shirt sponsor of Motherwell? Oh, I better get this right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Pay something. Time. Time. Oh. Give you the is, it, is, it, is it time to answer? Aye. Pay. Yeah. Pay. Pay. Aye. Pay. What rhymes we? Cheer. Yeah. Right, Ryan, there we go, mate. What have you what what's the scores in the doors, Ryan? I'm gonna give him seven for that. Seven. 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 Right, so may I ask seven's no bad. Seven's what was it was it incorrect answers? So we'll go through them. So it was League One for Bristol Rovers, 2010 for Beijing. You got James Tavernier. It was eight Scottish Cups for Hearts. Um, I had wrote down 11 clubs, but you are very confident at 14, so I gave you it because you know better than me. Um, Birmingham City, you got yeah. Kyle McGuinness as the captain of St Mirren. Um, 10 points for Scotland. Bagani Zungu as South African. Um, you got Vatarus, you got Dundee, and it was Paycare. For the Motherwell shirt sponsor, pay care. PayPal at my head. I know it wasn't. See what you've done there. See what you've done there. But mate, seven's a decent seven. They got Ryan. That's all right. Seven's all right. <laughs> yep, seven. Oh, well, mate. What I mean, wasn't it one, mate? What I mean, wasn't it like David McCracken or Andy Little, mate? What I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right, Morris. Honestly, thanks for giving up your time, mate, and coming on. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Right, mate, that was Morris Ross. What an episode. I just want to say, man, like for any of are listening, we obviously get players on every week, right? And we can have a laugh with them. And some of them can be quite intimidating, right? And it, it, you sit here and you shite yourself what you're going to ask. Are you talking a lot of rubbish? Are you, do you sound like a buffoon? That was, for me, that was mega intense. Know that I didn't enjoy it, man. I thought, I swear to God, you just said there, Bob the Newt, he has, Morris Ross has got a presence. And I hope that gets oh. across to the folk that are listening and are going, check you to shake bags for you. It's not that we were fear. He just did have that kind of 
Or about I didn't want. I did. I. I. I didn't want to sound like. I don't know. It was like you're going. This guy has got something about him, man. Where you don't want to sound like a clown. Because he was like, he's driven. He knows what he's capable. Of. He knows he's been about the game. He knows football. He, he knows football inside out. See him sitting in through, and he's in the Faroes, and he's in Norway, and he's playing a three-five-two, a three-four-three, a four-three-three. He's like, he's like kind of schooled himself in the game. Right. And I can't believe, like, no disrespect, like back in the day, Morris Ross would say to himself, he was never one of the pure standouts, but now you're looking at him going, this guy's got something about him, do you know what right. I mean? The most intense intellectual interview I think we've had on this show. I know, because like, see how even I'm asking, you know, behavioural issues, I didn't mean like, behavioural No, that was funny, I mean, mate. I, I, know, I, I, I know what you meant. You know what I mean? Like, and it, like, aye, aye. behavioural issues, we don't sign. And obviously, like, that's the way he is, and, it, and it's cool, but it's cool. Fair play aye. to him, man. Fair play to him, definitely, man. Motherwell oh, it should be lucky that they've got somebody like that they're dealing with, with aye, definitely, he, definitely. he is somebody he's no he's no too new school and he's no too old school I love the way he was going on about that about the focusing on the one percent and you know you need to survive oh, that was kind of spine tingling man that was quite goosebumps material that aye, it, it was. was but I mean you're, you're looking at it you've, with Morris Ross and Joe who got the tattoo I mean we've covered all bases today <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes sir <laughs> And, uh, and Maria, who says you don't want to eat too much, huh? <laughs> Which reminds me, uh, <laughs> is she Italian now? Eh? I, have, uh... I know, mate. I don't know, mate. Morris Mor- 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 Ross has ended me today, man. <laughs> yeah. I also say as well that owner, we see how in the, the one for backer come on right and introduced her. I totally forgot the song. <laughs> I'm at. I went, Maria Mendiola, who is. Famous this week. Hello, how are you doing? I pure forgot the song, man. But Toes missed a belt in a week, you know? Aye, he has, he has, he has. Anyway, Aye, this there is Football Daft. Ryan's been top left. I've been top right. It may not come across like this on YouTube or whatever you watch this on your platforms. Thank <laughs> you for watching Football Daft. Hit the like button, subscribe, download us. Give us a wee tweet and see what you thought about the Morris Ross interview because I'd like to interact with you on Twitter and see how we got on with it. That was uh, Football Daft with Morris Ross and plenty of other guests. Right there. Audio Frontier.